Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience, continuing yep. some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor, and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious, and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Oh, Great you an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' expose them. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Choose 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard it's the truth Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Shalom, shalom, shalom. This is Pam Priest Bonavides. Welcome to another edition of Long Talk Radio. Um, we are getting started just a little bit after seven, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get started today. Man, I'm standing there for Priest Mashaba. You know, a little under the weather, so this is not normally my Thursday, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and cover for man. Like we're gonna like, do the scripture say we're gonna teach. We're going to be in season, out of season, so we're going to be ready to teach, uh, study up, and be ready to teach whenever I'm called and asked on, man. So I thought I thought the brother know I was covered, you know what I'm saying? So until he's up and going, these nights I'll keep covering. If it takes all week or whatever, Shabba, you take your time, and you know that your brother's got your back. We're going to go ahead and cover like that. So we'd like to thank everybody for coming out and joining us. I'm waiting for the Barker Waller call in so we can uh, um he can read, but if not, we're gonna get started. And I'm not, you know, we keep going. I think he called me earlier, but while he was calling, I was dialing in to log talk. So we'll give him a few minutes to see if he calls back in so we can get started that way. If not, we're gonna get ready to get going. So I wanted to continue where we've been going over this, these classes and going through and we've been dealing with um unity. And the point that we've been really pushing is the fact that we're supposed to be unified in our love for one another. We're not always going to agree from doctrine to different things, um, you know, what different, different, you know, men have different mind frames when it comes to leadership and what's important to each other, what's the, what's the focus, the focus for that man or that body or We'll always, those are all the things that we're always going to disagree on. You know what I'm saying? Brothers, some brothers have different talents that they're stronger at, and they believe that that should be the focus of the direction that they're going. And it's okay because the work is still being done. It's going out. As long as that, the fact that we can continue to develop that spirit of loving one another, that is the thing that we're supposed to be unified in, in the fact that no matter what, we're still there for one another, and no matter what, we still have each other's back. That is what's supposed to be the focus. Hold on one second. Sorry about that, everybody. We're finna, we finna get started. Let me go ahead and uh, start. I'll give a little minute for the brother to call. I guess he's going to – he'll call when – we'll pick him up when he calls in. So what we're going to go ahead, we're going to go ahead and go into the chapter in the scriptures. We're going to go into, like I said, we're going to go into continuing unity and unifying the law. We're going to Philippians chapter 2. And the reason I'm sitting here is, there he is. Goodbye, you there? Yes, sir. That's how I'm waiting on, man. We're going to start at Philippians chapter 2. We're gonna start off where we're gonna start off going over the same chapter that we um we um finished off or we started to finish off with last last time me and you talked. You know what I'm saying? Right. We were in Philippians chapter two. That's what we uh 
where we ended it at, right? Right. So we're going to pick up with the same point of being unified, but the thing that should the thing that should be consistent with all Israel is that we we love and we bless for one another. That's not that's the thing that's not supposed to be destroyed. Some things that you know we we're not always going to agree. If 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 one brother believes that one body believes that the Most High's name is spelled Ahiah, and one body believes that it's Yahweh, it's not, that shouldn't be strong enough to be what divides divides love. So we can right. still be there for each other, regardless of just how you want to pronounce his name. If you strong, if you feel strongly about something, then pronounce it. It's not like you're breaking a law and pronouncing it one way or the other. Right. You it should. That shouldn't be enough. That shouldn't be enough of a reason to to have men or whole bodies and camps of brothers not fellowship one another, not celebrate the high holy days together. That should not be a, a factor. Or the brother was baptized or not baptized, or what, I, what might consider a going into water and this brother didn't do it. Now all of a sudden we are finding all these things to divide on. And on all levels, we're dividing to the point that we don't even show love for one another. We're so divided. If I feel a certain way, then let me keep that to myself. Let me keep it to us. That's not a justifiable reason why if a brother needed help, I didn't help that brother. But we're getting too close to the end where all of a sudden these justified reasons are what we're using to now, these are things that we're using not to be there for one another. Give me a Proverbs chapter, Proverbs chapter 14, chapter 17, verse 17. Uh, I want you to read that real quick. Proverbs chapter, chapter 17, verse 17. And then I want you to read Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha. Right. Let me go here. Okay, Proverbs. Proverbs 17 and 17. And I want you to read Ecclesiastes in the Apocalypse, chapter 40, and verse 24. All right? Yes, sir. So let me get this Proverbs in real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 17. Uh, and Proverbs uh, chapter 17 and verse 17 tells us, uh -huh. a friend loveth at all times. He said a friend, you always going to, acquaintances, there's always a friend you always can find at any good time, and it'll always be there as in, a, in a good time. A friend will love at all times. Go ahead. And a brother is born for adversity. But that brotherhood or that brother, the Muslim said he's born for adversity. And now what does that mean? What does it mean a brother is born for adversity? Go to Ecclesiastes now in the Apocrypha, chapter 40, and you're going to read verse 24, okay? What huh. does it mean for a brother to be, to be born for adversity according to the Bible? So we, all got, we all got our definitions, you know what I'm saying? Everybody know what adversity is in the definition, but what does the Bible say a brother was born for? Please ask us, part of the Apocrypha, chapter 40. And I'm huh. pushing brotherhood heavy, man, I guess, Gabar. 
I'm pushing brotherhood heavy because this is the thing that we, this is the spirit that we're supposed to be unified in. And as elders and teachers, man, we're supposed to be an example of this spirit. So that this is what's passed on to the next generation. Read that real quick. Ecclesiastes. Uh, Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha, chapter 40. Uh, verse 24. Verse 24. So Ecclesiastes uh, in the Apocrypha, chapter 40, and verse 24 tells us, Brethren, and help are against time of trouble. He said, brethren and help are against time of trouble. So the, a brother is there for what? For the times that... for you in times of trouble. But God. you look at it as this world gets worse and worse, damn, what is the most I'm trying to... If I'm watching this shit get bad, what is the most I'm trying is best to get us to develop? A brotherhood. Right, our love for one another, our brotherhood. That's what a brother is for. He's a help against the time of trouble. So when this shit get bad, I'm supposed to be. That brother's supposed to be there. He's my help in time of trouble. As the times are getting worse. If the scripture gather yourselves together, yet gather together, oh, they should not desire. It says, before the decree, before the fierce anger of the Lord, I think the way, the way he quotes, right? God. So if we know that, that we know that we're coming into that fierce anger, we know that's what's coming to us, and the most not showing us, then we're supposed to gather together in time of trouble. This is what's supposed to be happening. Go ahead. Con, uh, we're in uh, Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 40, and verse 24. And it tells us, brethren and help are against time of trouble, but alms shall deliver more than them both. He said, but you can't, listen, he said, but alms, what we do, how we give, he said, that delivers more than both. But the most I'm showing you is that, man, all of these things are essential. I love what I'm reading. I'm loving the things that we're reading because this is that thing that was going to be valuable. This is what brotherhood, brother and a four. This truth is about us coming together as brothers so that we can be there for one another. We are on some, I don't know what spirit is out here now, but we're forgetting how valuable it is for brotherhood. It's about brotherhood. This is about the fact that, hey, you know what? We're supposed to be here looking out for one another. This is valuable to the Father. Psalms 147, right? Con. 19 and 20? No, I'm sorry. It's Psalms 133. That's what I'm going to Oh, okay, okay. So that's where you want me to go. Read that real quick. Psalms 133. Psalms 133. Mm-hmm. We're we getting this going. We're going to get this going, bar. We're going to we'll keep getting popping, get in the right mind frame. I'm trying to get started quickly on it because I know one thing about these classes, they'll get 
they'll get going and get away real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, Psalms, Psalms 133, um, starting at verse 1, tells us, there we go, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there, the Most High, is com- com- the Most High commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. So in this showing you, the Most High keeps showing us one thing. I do command my blessing when y'all unify. I'll keep commanding my blessing the fact that you'll unify in this spirit, that you know that you guys will still stay together, that you do, do matter what, you guys are still going to look out for each other. Now, I want you to go here, Gabar. This is bad. I want you to go here. I want you to go to, um, this is bad. I can spin this, man. I want you to, I want you to go to, Ecclesiastes. Back to the Apostle? Yeah, chapter 4. Let me make sure it's the right place, too. He's got chapter 4 and verse 1, right? Con. Ecclesiastes. Con. Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 4, starting at verse 1. Hold on. Brother, stop. No, stop. Go first. Go to <laughs> go to good Genesis real quick, guys. We gotta go here, man. Oh, brother. Okay, so let me let me go to that. This is bad. I do all this so short. The up to up this from the, from the beginning, the Most High has been showing, and there has been a spirit of forgiveness. And the Most High showed us what why things make the Bible. Because he's trying to show us the spirit and the mind frame that we're supposed to be in. Huh. So, so I want to go to Genesis chapter 50. All right? Genesis you know, chapter 50. Hold the clear because we're going there. We're going to go back. We're going right to that. Okay? So Genesis chapter 50? Uh-huh. Genesis chapter 50. And I want you to start at verse 14. Yeah, this is bad. Started uh, Genesis chapter 50, starting at verse 14. There you go. Yes, sir. So Genesis chapter... Go go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Genesis chapter 50, starting at verse 14, tells us, And Joseph returned into Egypt, he and his brethren, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had Go ahead. after he had buried his father. So we were stopping here. We know this whole story. Now, every, if anybody's read this story of Joseph, Joseph, this is like this after uh, Jacob died, right? 
But the whole the whole story based on what Joseph is about how his brothers dealt with him. They threw him into a pit. You know what I'm saying? Told his father he poured pig blood into his uh his uh his 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 coat. You know what I'm saying? To get back to the father, painted the picture that he was dead, right? Sold him into slavery, into Egypt. You know all the things he went through in Egypt, from the from going from bottom to from going from in prison, nothing all the way to the prince of Egypt, I guess. You know what I'm saying? As you would say, he was dealing with Pharaoh's finances to everything else. And it was read the story. Like, uh, the, the, it was he was he actually ends up being like the pharaoh, only lacking the actual, like... That's why I call him the prince. That's why I call him the prince right. of Egypt. But he, wasn't the, he wasn't the pharaoh, but he's right there underneath him. Right. You he, he, except for he wasn't called the pharaoh. So he had the power out. He had the oh, power to destroy his brother's he had the power to put him in bondage. He had the power to, to throw him in prison. Time. He had the power to he had the power of Egypt to wipe them completely out, to take vengeance. He had that power. And when you read verse fifteen, read. Time. Uh Genesis chapter fifty, uh Resuming at uh, verse 15, shows us, and when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us and will certainly. I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry, brother. I know we're hitting on top of each other. If you was here, it'd be a little easier. But all I was saying, all I'm showing is this, and we're showing the points out. We're pointing the fact that they knew the only thing, in their mind, the only thing that was keeping Joseph at bay was their father, the love he had for his brother and their father. Now, all of a sudden, the father's gone. And the first thought they mind was, okay, now that, now that Jacob is, done, is gone, right? Huh. He's going to now take vengeance on us. He's going to hate us. It says, and it says, and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did unto him. So the first thought was, man, he's going to hate us. He's going to pay us back for everything that we've done. Con. Go ahead. Verse 16. Chapter 15 and verse 16 shows us. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, so shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin, for they did unto thee evil, and now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the Most High, of thy father. And Joseph wept when they it's spake. A period there. It's a period there, right? Come. This is the message that he sent. The message sent to Joseph said, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive. I pray thee now the trespass of thy brother, thy brethren. It says, And their sins. It says, For they did unto thee evil. 
So it's everything that we do to one another, uh, the most I count that as what? Evil. He counts he count as sin. As sin, as evil. So huh. When we treat each other, he said, yes, they were wrong in how they treated you. It was sin. It was, it, was a, it, was, it was against the most high. There was no love in that. There was no love in that neighbor. But he asked Joseph to do what? Forgive the trespass of the servants of the most high of my father. It says, and Joseph wept. It says, and Joseph wept. <laughs> When they, when they spake unto him. He said, when they spake this unto him, Joseph wept. Go ahead. 18 shows us, and his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Go ahead. Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not. For am I in the place? For I for am I in the place of the Most High? Read. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but the Most High meant it unto good. He said. He said. For you, he said. But as for you, you know, like it. He says, For am I in the place of the Most High? Is do I? Is it really for me to understand? We can all look at the evil. We can all look at the things that we felt somebody did me wrong or did us wrong. And it stops to say, he said, I, he said, am I in the place of the most high? Do I have to understand what's going on? Now this didn't make no sense. Now this might have been wrong because everybody's been wronged. There's not a person in the truth that can't say that they were either offended or they've been wronged or something happened to them. It says, but as for me, he but as for, for but as for me, but as for you, I'm sorry, huh. he thought evil against me, but the Most High meant it unto good. It says to bring to pass at it as as it is of this day, huh. to do what? To save much people alive. So, you know, I'm like we're reading. We're reading about a bigger picture. I mean, Joseph he wept, but he understood this is a bigger. This is this this is a bigger picture at stake than just my feelings. Right. Also, um, where it says, where he asked the question, um, for am I in the place of the Most High? He's like. He's saying, am, am I in a position to to judge also? Yeah, or, or, there you go. Or to even understand what the Most High is doing. Right. He went from prison, nothing, all the way to the Prince of Egypt. Is that a coincidence? Was that something he was doing? No. The Most High had a purpose. But even in this, the only way that that purpose was going to be uh, executed, right? Con. That person that the Most High chose to go through what they're going through is for a reason. You don't know who the Most High is still going to require 
for you to help. Just like he didn't know. But he understood that I can do this and wipe all, I can do this to my brothers, but I'm not attacking just these 12 or these few, that not 12, but these few that put me in a hole. Look at the families, look at the wives, look at the kids, look at everybody that now come with those, those, those sons. Look at the families that will be affected if he exercised his anger. This is where maturity comes in. Children are angry. That's a, that's a childish emotional, that's a childish response. Children throw tension tantrums. Children hate. Men, a true man of wisdom is looking at the bigger picture. Right. Understanding that there are many, there are more lives at stake. So just like Mo, just like Joseph, a man of wisdom, at this point, he said, "But as for you, you thought evil against me, but the Most High meant it unto good, to bring it to pass, and it as it is this day, to save much people alive." Verse 21. Verse 21 shows us, Now therefore, fear ye not. I will nourish you and your... I will nourish you. So, go ahead. And your little ones. Read on. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. Read. 22 shows us, And Joseph dwelt in Egypt. He and his father's house. And Joseph lived in 110 years. So you look at it just there. Instead of his father dying, Joseph didn't wept and get immature. He didn't wept and operate off his emotion and his anger and hurt them. But he said he told them to nourish you and your little children. And he comforted them and spake kindly, not sarcasm, not, uh, yeah, I'm going to do this for you, but I comforted them. They, I, let, I reassured y'all are safe. I got to, y'all are family. You don't have to worry. Con, and he, and he spake kindly. What, that is what this is supposed to be about. That example is in there because of listen, you look at you look at Joseph spent a lifetime. He had children. He had he got a family in Egypt. He spent a lifetime there, huh? He had already his young adulthood was there in Egypt as a slave. In prison. Going through all of that, he understood this is a bigger, there's a bigger, there's a bigger purpose than me, than my emotion. By this time, they had families. They had little ones. 
So he understood them. Those are my nieces and nephews. This is my family, and it's bigger than what you've done to me. And at this point, even for what you've done to me, it ain't like the Most High wasn't there blessing them. But the Most High meant it unto good. I needed to go through this so that there would be something for them at this time. If it meant no more than someone had to go to Egypt, go through all of that, to the most I could raise that man up in Egypt for the time when Israel would need the help, there would be an Israelite in Egypt to help them. But you know what the sad part is? We're emotional. Because now we go through something, we leave. The most high is out there building that man up, provide this man with this, but you know what he won't do? He don't come back considering the, the the little ones or the brothers and sisters that need. He don't come back to help. Because he's mad about what somebody did to him and that person don't even fucking excuse me, that person don't even be around. Those people, like, those conditions have changed. And then, you know, at the most I mean, look, I look at Joseph. Joseph look at his life and said, then what is it that I lack? What don't I have? But the most I didn't, do, didn't take me through this and give me this for me. This is not your comfort. Even in your suffering, as you can call it, even in the fact that you were done evil, he, told him, you did evil against me, but the most I meant it unto good. This, these brothers put me out, but the most I meant it unto good. Um, me and my family went through this, but the most I meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day. To save many people's alive, to save many people alive. Now, therefore, fear thou not, fear thee not. I will nourish you, because he understood why the Most High did it, and your little and your little ones, because he understood why the Most High did it, and he comforted them, and spake. Kindly unto them, he didn't hold a grudge. He wasn't attacking because this thing was set up to save many people alive. That's maturity in the spirit. That's not emotional. That's not a childish person. That's not carnal-minded. This is a man that understood that this is for a bigger purpose. It was bigger than him and his brothers, his family, even the future of his family depended on his, on what he was going to do. And most I had that man live 110 years. He said, and, and Joseph dwelled in Egypt, he and his father's house. And Joseph lived in 110 years.
and read 23. Con, uh, Genesis chapter 50 and verse 23 shows us, and Joseph saw Ephraim, Ephraim's children of the third generation. He wasn't just grandpa. He was a great grandpa. He was great, great, great grandpa, huh? Great, great grandpa. Great, great grandpa. That's it. Right? He wasn't grandpa. He got to live through the third generation of Ephraim of his son Ephraim's kids. Read twenty-four. Con, uh, let me go ahead and finish uh, 23. Um, Genesis chapter 50 and verse 23 shows us, And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation, the children also of Machiah, the son of Man- uh, Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. Go ahead. 24 shows us, And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die, and the Most High will surely visit you, and bring you out of this land unto the land which he swore unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. There still was a bigger purpose. Read on. 25 shows us. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, The Most High will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones from hence. So... Joseph died being in 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Nice. Nice. Now from there, now go to, um, now go to Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3 and verse 4, right? No, 3 to 5. Okay. Cut. Let me chop the screen now, yes. because because well, we can we can we can understand from these stories out. We're gonna understand. We understand what it means to a, a brother being born for adversity. Because when it's your time to not provide for the nation, you're supposed to be providing. When it's your time to help with the resource that you may have. You're supposed to be helping. It ain't supposed to be about what somebody did to me. That's childish. That's immature. This is about helping because lives are at stake. I may be able to help other people. I may be able to help that person save that life or those lives or that family or those families. So to realize one thing, hatred is immaturity. A man, an angry man, is a man that lacks understanding. That's all that is. You don't see the bigger picture. You all in your feelings and emotion because you don't see the bigger picture. You don't understand that there's not place for there's no place for anger and wrath where we're at and what we're going through. If we're gonna save our people. You got to now understand that whatever's going on, the most I know what he's doing. Whatever's happening to you, the most I obviously know what he's doing. Now, if you out here doing negative and the most I, the most I dealt with you, that's your negative you're dealing with. But yeah, that's why I said I've been in here like, man, I ain't, I don't even know what happened. I don't know what I, I don't know why. 
um, I'm going through what I'm going through. The Most High does know. There's a reason for it. The scriptures tell you about a man. What honor is a man if he be buffeted for his fault? You take it patiently. There's no, there's no honor in that. You won't. You, you're supposed to take it patiently. You're supposed to go through get your get buffeted because you were you did something wrong. There's a difference. You're supposed to get in order after you mess up. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. You broke the commandments. You did something wrong. You're supposed to get in order. There are people legitimately that they just I just wasn't liked. I don't even I don't truly know what I did, but I am being rejected. I've been cast out. I don't know what I've done. So I'm saying it this way because I'm not going to put myself in a category like, oh man, I was, I was perfect and I was, I was doing nothing wrong and 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 I was just mistreated. No, I was buffeted for my faults. There are genuinely people that can say, I don't know what I was doing. I just, in my time in the truth, whatever I was trying to give, it just never was accepted. Who I was, just I, I never fit. But it did not change the fact that the Most High still had a purpose for that man or that woman. There was still a purpose. All the sacrifices, all the things that you think you're going through that are for the wrong reasons. The Most High have still have a purpose. You don't know what lives, what help you're going to bring. This is about this man holding on and still staying right with the Most High. Hell, even still keeping the love for his people. This was bigger than just my emotion. Anybody can get emotional and angry, and we lose sight. Because we're emotional and angry, we lose sight of the bigger picture of what we're supposed to be here doing. Hold that, and I want you to get me, man, uh, what – I like this. Even for the the brother, even that scripture talks about a um um. It's in the it's in the, it's in Ezra, but I think it says uh, if if it was in your heart to go straight from the Father and seeking Him, it says seek Him ten times more. Get that real quick. All right, can you find that for me? Huh. So, you know, you know we, we, I'm attacking all thoughts that I have a justifiable reason to be angry, that I have a justified reason to act the way I act, that I have a justified reason to, um, to pull myself away. So, like I said, you, got, you have men that have made mistakes. It's good to tell you. It says, if you have gone astray from the Father and seeking him, seek him how? 
Oh, uh, it's actually it's it's in the apocrypha. Um, it's uh, it's Baruch, uh, chapter four, and uh, verse twenty-eight. Read it. Yes, sir. So uh, Baruch in the apocrypha, chapter four, verse twenty-eight tells us and shows us, for as it was your mind to go astray from the Most High. So something in your head led you off. Your lust could be anything. Your 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 uh, immaturity. It could be the fact that your pride is that it was your mind to go astray from the Father. Read on. So being returned, seek being him. What? Hold on, hold on, stop. Being what? Being returned. So you, that means you were not supposed to stay astray, right? Right. It means that you were supposed to return. So being returned, do what? Seek him ten times more. He said you're supposed to seek ten times more. You're supposed to work harder. When you return, you're supposed to work even harder than you did before. Go ahead. Con, uh, Baruch in the Apocrypha chapter 4 and verse 29 tells us, okay. For he that hath brought these plagues upon you shall bring you everlasting joy with your salvation. Read that. Read those two verses again. Right. That's huh. why I like because the most I still have a purpose. But the problem is we lack understanding. We immature. See, we'd rather stay emotional and stay separated or away rather than doing what the Father want, want and he, what he want you to do. He didn't want you to stay away. I wanted you to return and work harder. Get back in here and work harder. Read it again. Con, we're in uh, Baruch in the Apocrypha chapter 4, um, starting at verse 28. And um, it shows us, for as it was, excuse me, let me start that again. For as it was your mind to go astray from the Heavenly Father, so being returned, seek him ten times more. For, for he hath, for that, for he that hath brought these plagues upon you shall bring you everlasting joy with your salvation. Go ahead. 30 shows us take a good heart. Or mind, O Jerusalem, for he that gave thee that name will comfort thee. You, you look at it, there's a purpose to everything, but there's not a purpose to quitting. A man quits because he don't understand, because he's immature. That's all this is about. Because I'm immature, I lack understanding, and most of the time, I don't know what the Most High meant. But in all of this, the Most High still meant for good. If you made a mistake, it was about destroying you. It was about you understanding in your mind, you went off. Now, coming back, getting in the right mind frame, you're supposed to get back in the right mind frame and work 10 times harder. Not stay gone. That's what the most I wanted. You get back in there and you work even harder. 
to honor him. Don't stay in a don't stay in a corrupt mind. So when you're in your anger, I'm in this corrupt mind. In my mind, I don't want to honor the Father. I'm in a head trip, not honoring, not not wanting to honor the Father. Folks are like, no, I'll comfort you. When you're looking to come now and work, it's in your mindset to work for me even harder than it was before. Triple your works. Go at this and triple your works. And if you ain't did nothing, like you reading about Joseph, if you ain't did nothing, man, and it was and you were, and it was just you were just evil done uh, done at, then forgive and go help. Because there's a resource that you have that now you're holding back because you're immature, because you're angry, because you ain't looking at the bigger picture. Now, from there, right? Okay. I want you to go to um, go to First Corinthians, right? Okay. This is bad. I want you to first go to I would no, no, I'm sorry. Go to Philippians chapter two and verse verse three. Because we're <laughs> kind of getting ourselves back. I'm sorry, the bar. We're getting ourselves back on topic. You know what I'm saying? We're on topic. Right, right. Are we going to tie these back in to what we talked about? Because this what we just read here was a great example of esteeming others better than yourself. Out. Huh. This is the ultimate example. Of what the most I meant to esteem others better than yourself. That means I don't if I'm gonna esteem others better than myself, I'm not sitting here focusing every day on what I went through. Right? Huh. I'm not gonna go give my mind to what I went through and, and who wasn't there for me and all that old all that old carnal shit. All that immature emotional stuff. If you if we gonna do it like Christ did I this was never about what I went through. It was always about the bigger picture. That's the spirit of a man that was not, that was using wisdom, not emotional. He understood this. He understood. But the, but the most I meant it unto good. Everything that he went through the Most High meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. So as Joseph went through what he had to go through to save much people alive, Christ had to go through what he went through to save much people alive. It's like we're having to go through what we're going through to save much people alive. This is what brotherly love is. It's the real sacrifices that we make through for each other. You never know you never gonna know if you have brotherly love until you go through something 
And now you have to now come back and still be there for those same people. That's what brotherly love is. That's not that's maturity in the spirit. Not this immature shit that we see now. Brother got his feelings hurt. Somebody told him he can't do something, so now he just disappeared. Well, you know, shit, the most I understand. I, I went through this. I, I ain't never doing that no more. I went through this. The most I don't understand. The most I don't understand. Because you're not the first person to go through that. You ain't read your Bible. You ain't read the stories of men that went through this, and this is what they did. This is how they handled it. This is what we're supposed to reflect on. This is how we handled this. This is what I went back to doing. Because this is what honored the Father. And Joseph got blessed, God. He got blessed, God. I lived 100 years watching just not my grandkids, my great-grandkids, and then my great-great-grandkids. He got to he got to double up on on grandpaism. Come on, man. So we don't understand. This not hey, you, you want your grandchildren grow up. You know what I mean? His grandchildren grow up to watch that, and then watch their children grow up. That that that. The most high kept the most high preserved him. The most high kept him healthy. We look half sickly. Now you know why we look sickly. Because what's in us? A whole bunch of anger, resentment, pride. Just break it down basic. Break break it down basic. Death. We got a bunch of death (laughs) inside of us. That's why we look that way. Because it's, it's what's inside of us that actually defiles us, right? You you know what's crazy? You think that you think that you are by staying away, by not forgiving, you play you think that you are you're preserving yourself or you're saving yourself. You die. We want to have a long life? Forgive. Like Gia to forgive and go take care of your nation. There are lives that there are people's lives that were dependent on him. We want to have a long life? Forgive and go and do what you're supposed to do. Get back to work. And the way we show forgiveness, he didn't forgive by saying, oh, y'all, hey, y'all, you know what? I forgive y'all. <laughs> we we good. We all good. We all good. We're, we're good. He didn't do that shit. <laughs> he, had no he had no meeting with and say, you know what, man, father died, man, you know what, I'm going to forgive y'all. Right. Or rather rather say, I'm good, I'm good, you know, no, I'm good. I'm good. Even in this, your boy, even, even in this, forgiveness is still in your actions, man. Right. You know, you, know, you have to show forgiveness. Do you really forgive? Now, therefore, feel that not, I will nourish you. Yeah, I forgive you, but... If you need anything, you on your own. <laughs> That's not forgiveness, man. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, okay. For a second, for a second there, I couldn't hear you. But That's I the hear forgiveness you. we be trying to do. The most are like, no, nah, you really forgave? He said, if you forgive, I don't know. What's the scripture? Um, uh, how how we love? Uh, you know, to you could you could substitute the word uh love with forget and and it would have it it has the same edification the same understanding that you can't, you can't just say i forgive you 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 gotta do it indeed also so now that's bad that you're saying that this bad i i, I like what we're reading, because as we go through this out, as we're reading this, bro, these are these are this are these keys I, that he's showing us the way we do it. It's like just like the Day of Atonement. We go through the Day of Atonement, right? Right. And we're supposed to atone. Well, I'm a, I'm supposed to now. I atone for my sins. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna confess. I'm going to apologize. And then when you need me, guess where I'm not at? I'm not there. We're like really like looking at a real true example of forgiveness. We're looking at that true example of forgiveness. He said, forgive, I pray thee, the trespass of thy brother. It says, and their sin that they have did unto the evil. And now we pray, and now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servant of the Most High and thy father. Forgive your brothers. It says, and Joseph wept, father died, should he may have wept, because I, I had to now let all of that go. Then it says, and Joseph wept when they spake unto him. His father's last dying wish, his last dying wish was for him to forgive his brother's side. And his brothers also went and fell down upon his face. And they said, behold, we be thy servant. What can we do? How can we make it right? What can we do for you to make it right? You look at the example of, of gathering together because oh my God. I, I'm acknowledging I'm acknowledging we we did you wrong. I'm acknowledging them, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, I was done wrong, but there's a, there's there's something bigger right now. There's a big there's a bigger purpose right now than we see. This is not about me acting out my anger because too many lives are going to be hurt 
street people are going to suffer because of my this this, this emotional immature mind frame of mine. But from that decision, I'm seeing what I'm seeing like from that decision, the most I blessed this man with a long life. A long life, bro, from that decision. Look at what we going through. Look what we're at because we don't forgive. Look at the quality of our lives now because we have not chosen to forgive on no level. Crazy thing is, even when the Most High <laughs> has blessed everyone on some level, this is taken what the Most High gave back. You went through this, but the Most High definitely gave back. Now, the Most High did all of that to give back to you. Hold on, hold on a second now. Uh. Y'all there? You there, bro? Kind. I'm here. Okay. Let's move on, man. Get all these dumb, dumb calls. I'm, I don't know if I call into the show or what's going on. But can you hear right. me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, oh, you were, you, the point you were making was is that, yeah, you, you may have went through something where the Heavenly Father took it from you, but he gave back. And I believe you were going to say, that he not only gave back to you, but it also benefited so much, so many more oh, yeah. in, 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 in the good. That's that it. That's you. And you know, I like what we want to Your, though, you have to take your, your giving and your work level, what you do for Israel, you got to do that 10 times more. You gotta come harder than you were than you came originally. Yacht. Especially if you went astray. If it was you that chose to leave, it was you that chose to walk off. It was you. It was in your mind to do what you did. We try to, you know, like the most I put Joseph. We don't get to play the victim, Mark. The most I'm still going to stop and look at, okay, but what did you do for me? This level of work ain't going to get you into the kingdom. you got to come harder than this. Now go, to, now go to Philippians 2 and 3. Chapter 2, 55. Read that. Con, con. Philippians chapter 2, starting at verse 3, shows and tells us, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. Okay. But, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than Stop. themselves. Stop. Stop. It says, let nothing be done how? Through strife or vain glory. So why would it say that? Uh, because we're trying to operate in this truth without forgiving. Because that's the only place strife and vainglory is being at. 
Vainglory is even if I'm sitting there saying, man, you know what? See, I'm doing what I'm doing. See, the most part, I wasn't wrong. You can tell from what I have and what's going on, the most high is is showing me that I wasn't wrong. See, that's vainglory. You you still you still doing what you're doing from the wrong spirit. You doing this to prove that somebody else was was wrong and you was right? You an idiot. You an idiot. You really don't understand what this is about. He said, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. This ain't about you. It was never about proving anything to you. This is about the nation, not you. You think that I'm honoring the Father because I, I'm here. I'm here with this damn anger in me. I'm here holding, I've got a grudge, didn't forgive. The most of that, nothing be done. Well, the Bible said that nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Read that again. Con, uh, we're in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3. Um, and it shows and tells us, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Four, let not, every, let not every man on his own things, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Yahushua. It, 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 there are a lot. We look at this now as we keep reading. We read what mind was Christ in, and we read that in in a, uh, First Corinthians, right? Eleven. Oh God! Christ yes. was betrayed. Yes. Right. So that's supposed to be the mind, the same mind that was in Christ when Christ was betrayed. What did Christ do? You have to forgive to even give yourself. You don't hear Christ talking about, I know y'all niggas going to sell me out, but you know what? I'm going to do this. I know you're going to sell me out, but I'm, but I'm going to do this for you. He wasn't talking like that. There was a bigger purpose at stake. Christ might not have, you know it's crazy too? I love reading him because I love reading about Christ because you take a person. Most of us, 90% of us, the reason we are, I'm not, I'm not in that position where I can forgive because I ain't did nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? But even to that point where you look at a man that truly can say, I ain't even do y'all wrong. I haven't done anything wrong. For someone who truly could have a reason to gripe and complain, you know what I'm saying? Right. He didn't. Most of us ain't got. I know I don't have no. I don't have a justifiable reason to gripe and complain because I know I'm. I know I ain't been perfect. I know that. So I don't. Even, most of us don't even fall in this category. 
But this is a man of the perfect example. I didn't do anything. And I went through this. And going through it, I was still giving. I was doing the will of the Father. This was the Father wanted from the beginning to forgive and to now give. Take care of your nation. Because we read about the same thing from the beginning. This man had to forgive and not take care of his people. Comfort them. Nourish them. Comfort them. And be kind to them. No one ever said this is easy. <laughs> you know what we're realizing? We're realizing that if you want to get the, if you want to get the blessing, if you want to get that blessing from the Most High, this is the way you're going to go get it. And they say, it ain't coming easy. It ain't come easy to Christ. It ain't come easy to any other disciples, other apostles, other prophets of the Bible. They had to suffer for it. They had to suffer and still be there to take care of Israel. That's something we're not going to get around on, but that's maturity. That's the way we have to understand of the Bible. The most I want to see, can you forgive? And that if you are going to forgive, now I want you to do what? Give, give even more. <laughs> give 10 times more. He wants to see oh. if we're going to give and, and forgive. <laughs> Ten times harder, ten times with with ten times more love than before. The 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 words love and forgive are and give are all interchangeable because they really are synonymous. You have to love someone in order. To forgive them. Do me a favor, Rob. Read this. Right, finish that. Finish that. What verse are you on? Verse 5? Verse 4? Yeah, that was verse 5. That was in the 5? Right. Listen, go to Philippians chapter 4 now. Philippians chapter 4 or, or yeah, yeah. Ecclesiastes? Philippians Philippians chapter 4. Huh. Oh, you're holding Ecclesiastes, right? Yeah, you had me hold uh, uh, Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 4. That's, that's the one I want. That's the one I want. I want Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha. Come on. Okay. I got you. Yeah. All right. chapter 4, and I want you to start at verse uh, chapter 1, verse 1, right? Come uh, so we're in Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 4, verse 1, um, and it shows and tells us, My son, defraud not the poor of his living, and make not the needy eyes to wait long. You when you read this, and you just read about Joseph, that's the one thing Joseph didn't do. In his anger... He didn't defraud the poor. He did not help someone. 
being a loving son of the Most High, this is what this is requiring. My son, defraud not the poor of his living, and give not the needy eye to wait long. Don't keep, don't put somebody off. You know what they need. You know what they need, but you keep putting them off. They need your help, but you keep putting them off. Read. Kyle, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter four and verse two tells us: Make not an an hungry soul sorrowful. So make not a hungry spirit sorrowful. That means the teaching I should have been doing, where I should have been helping and opening that book up, I I left you, I left your spirit lacking, your mind lacking. I didn't feed it. I wouldn't teach. I wouldn't help. I wouldn't give counsel. I left that spirit sorrowful. Go ahead. Neither provoke a man in his distress. Go ahead. Add no more trouble to an heart or mind that is vexed. I'm not supposed to come in and cause more trouble. I don't come in here now and I just cause more trouble. Go ahead. And defer not to give to him that is in need. Read on. Four, reject not the supplication of the afflicted. Three, neither turn away thy face from a poor man. Go ahead. Turn not away thine eye from the needy. Go ahead. And give him none occasion to curse thee. You said, bro, you know what, I'm looking at, I wasn't just supposed to, this person's in a poor condition financially, physically, whatever. I wasn't supposed to just go on by like like that none of my business. You don't look keep looking forward. You gotta look back at the people that needed help. Our job is to help. Turn not away that eye from the needy and give him none occasion to curse thee. Read on. Ecclesiastes uh, in the Apocrypha chapter 4 and verse 6 tells us, For if he cursed thee in the bitterness of his soul, his prayer shall be heard of him that made him. Mm. Most high, the most high hear his prayer. Right. What? What did you say? No, I was was just, you know, uh, saying what what, what you were saying. We were saying the same thing, that the most high would hear his prayer. Go ahead. Seven, get thyself the love of the congregation and bow thy head to a great man. He said, you're supposed to give, you give, get thyself the love of the congregation. And this is how you get it. You got the love of the congregation because you was always willing to help. We got the love of the congregation because you are always willing to put yourself second. And it was whoever I can help teach, help that person's spirit, give understanding. Whatever I can do for you, that is how the love of the congregation is earned. That's how Christ earned the love of the congregation. 
It was the healing. It was what he did for them. And bow thy head to a great man. Read. Eight tells us, let it not grieve thee to bow down thine ear to the poor. Read that again. Let it not grieve thee to bow down thine ear to the poor. But, you know, we only look at we only look at poor based on what person don't have or don't have. But this person needs. They may lack instruction. They may lack brotherhood. They may lack counsel. They may lack understanding. Like, and all of a sudden, for me to listen to them is a problem. Let not let it not grieve thee to bow down thy ear to the poor and give him what? A friendly answer with meekness. I'm supposed to give that man a friendly answer with meekness. Read. Nine shows us. Deliver him that suffereth wrong from the hand of the oppressor. Read it again. Deliver him that suffereth wrong from the hand of the oppressor. Go ahead. And be not faint-hearted when thou sittest in judgment. He said, bro, deliver him that suffered wrong from the hands of the oppressor. Our people are in the hands of the oppressor. We're supposed to be delivering them. We look at people every day. They, they're... They're affected by something that went on. They just got affected. Because of this person's decision, people got affected. And the scripture says to deliver him. You don't just know what, that ain't my problem no more. Should I ain't in that situation? That's not my problem anymore. Right, and and... And uh, where it says, and be not faint-hearted when thou sittest in judgment, meaning don't be afraid to, um, if, even if the, whatever the consequences are for you helping and following uh, the commandment of the, of the Heavenly Father, uh, whether it be death or jail or whatever sacrifice that you uh, may face in judgment, don't be scared of it. You do it with 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 the uh, with the boldness and the courage of the heavenly Father. Read on. Uh, Ten. It says, "Be as a father unto the fatherless, and instead of an husband unto their mother." Well, okay. Let me read that again. Be as a father unto the fatherless. And instead of an husband unto their mother, so so shalt thou be as the son of the Most High, and he shall love thee more than thy mother doth. It says, so shalt thou be as the son of the Most High. God, and he shall love thee more than thy mother doth. He said, bro, this is how you become a son of the Most High. This is what the Most High is reading, Sam. This is how we become his son. So what's that like gauging uh, how spiritual you think you be? How can you be spiritual? You can't see someone else and need help, and you won't help. 
you're not understanding to serve the most high it's a bigger picture than this. Whatever we go through, the most high looking at what you're going through and did that stop you from being his son? From there, go to Hebrews. You read Ecclesiastes, right? Let's go to All Hebrews right. chapter 10. Hebrews okay. chapter 10. Um, you don't want to go no, to 1 Corinthians? You were, you were getting, yeah, you were getting ready to go to 1 Corinthians. Yeah, go to Hebrews chapter 10. Yes, sir. <clears throat> get two scriptures right. Hebrews chapter 10, right, and Luke right. chapter 17. Okay, so Hebrews chapter 10, uh, starting at starting at verse 17. Uh, yeah, no, before you go there, before you go to Hebrews 10, mm-hmm. I want you to go to Luke 17 and 3 first. Oh, okay. 3 and 4. Luke 17, 3 and 4. Con. Luke. This is, this is Christ said this, right? Con. It's in, it's in red. I believe. Luke. Luke. I want, you, I want you to start at verse 1. Luke chapter 17, verse 1 through 4. Con. <laughs> Verse five. Verse go to so go to five. No, Luke chapter seventeen, verse one through verse five. Through five. Okay. I'm loving now. We at that point now we're as we're letting the the scriptures speak, God, because they're right on point. There's no way to explain this better, Rob. Luke chapter seventeen and verse one. Read that. Luke chapter seventeen and verse one. Tells and shows us. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible. This is Christ speaking because it's in a red. So the he is Christ. This is what he said to the disciples. It is impossible. Go ahead. It is impossible, but that offenses will come. It's impossible not to step on each other's toes. It is impossible not to offend. We are going to make mistakes. It's impossible not to. Go ahead. But woe unto him through whom they come. But destruction unto him, this is, but destruction unto him through whom they come. If you offend, you're not getting off for offending. You are going to suffer for offending. So we're supposed to operating this truth and growing wisdom so that we don't keep offending. Read on. Con, um, Luke chapter 17 and verse 2 shows us, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. So it is better for you to die than to keep offending. It's better for you to kill yourself than to offend one of these little ones. Uh, we this don't this don't give us license to just offend. 
and then nothing go, nothing's supposed to happen to you? The fact that something did happen to you is the most hilarious that we have been sitting here offending and offending and offending people because that's going to happen. But am I supposed to hold on to the offense? Am I supposed to keep, um, am I supposed to be now justified to act the way I act after I have been offended or this person offended? Now, this person offended, what am I supposed to do if I'm the one that's offended? Because the most I already going to deal with the one that did the offending, what happens? Why do I now operate when somebody has offended me? Read on. Three shows us, take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke so if him. Did, if he did offend you, he said rebuke him. What does the word rebuke mean, Gabor? A rebuke means to correct Correct him. If your brother's trespassed against you, tell him. Correct him. Read on. And if he repent, forgive him. And if him. he stop, and if he stop, if he look at what he's doing, make the changes, not offend you. If he stop, do what? Forgive him. Read. Four shows us, and if he and I'm and I'm saying stop. That's not when you when you repent. Look at what repent for a minute. I, look up the definition of repent, and if he repent, Con. I I told him what he was doing wrong. I show I rebuked him. I showed him what he was doing wrong, where he was offending, where he trespassed against me, and if he repent. What does the what's the definition of repent? Definition of repent mean okay. Definition of repent to feel or express. Sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin. So you know that that's that's tricky. We watch we watch people stand up on court on trial and repent, right? Con. You stand up on trial when you especially moments by this dude got life in prison and now he gonna break down in tears and all the, the tears and crying. And, you know, I just want to apologize to the family for what I've done. <laughs> all that sobbing and crying. And, and, and that's in a word. That, you can listen. You, you done killed. You done hurt this family. You done destroyed lives. And you think that it's just enough? For you to just talk? No, this ain't a repentance. Is the fact that in my actions, what is repentance again, Gabor? Repentance. It is the act of leaving what it's the. the it's, it's the act of what? Of leaving what the Most High has prohibited, 
and no, returned. No, no, you, you, you jumped. You jumped. You jumped. Definition, right? What was the first one? I went, I went, I went to the second one. I'm sorry. Um, I went to the second one because of. No, no, no. Both of them are perfect. Both of them are perfect. The, 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 the definition of repent, the first one, number one, is to feel or express sincere regret. Hold on. Or to do what? To do what? To feel or express. To feel, to feel or to express, right? Time. Sincere regret or remorse so about... So you have to, that's got to express something, these are your actions. If I'm truly remorseful, then you change. I'm not doing, I will never do that again. Right. It's, not, it's a verb. It, it, you know, it, it's saying. It's an action. It, no, it, it's a verb. <laughs> meaning what? Mean, well, meaning it's an action. Like, you know, a verb. We're saying the same thing. It's still in my actions. In my actions, I'm showing what? This is what I, this is not who I am. And I, I will never do that again. Anybody can say it, but to truly be repentant, to, to, to truly show remorse, you show that in your actions, your body, not, in your your lifestyle, your patterns. What now? What do people say about you now? Are people still saying I'm the same way? That's the same old dude. Or in his actions, has he been completely different? That's what they're supposed to read to know that you are truly remorseful for what you've done. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, if he change, forgive him. Now give me the second definition of repent. Con. <clears throat> Second definition of repent is let's see where you go. Okay, um, here we go. The second definition of, of repent is it is the act of leaving what the Heavenly Father or the Most High has prohibited and returning to what he has commanded. Yeah. So repentance is to you, you stop doing what is prohibited of the Father, right? Con. And you start doing what is commanded of the Father. Con. If I know this person is truly repentant, I'm looking at his life. Did he stop doing the thing that was prohibited? And start doing what is commanded. After you see that, you're supposed to do what? Repent. And you're so supposed to act. Right, right. You're supposed to forget. Supposed right. To. Christ said, if you see that, then you're supposed to forgive him. Go ahead. Con. Um, Luke chapter 17 and verse four shows us and if he trespass against thee seven times in a day and something to 
completely different. Come on. He literally may do something completely different. You did this today. You did this. Yeah, you did this earlier. You messed up here earlier. Later. You did this later. Like you did the second time. You 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 you're a walking offender. <laughs> Everything you're doing keeps offending me. <laughs> seven times he turned. Seven times a day he turned again to thee. And say, I repent. You know, I'm not going to do that again, man. I'm not going to do that again. Thou shalt. Right. Is that a commandment? (laughs) Is that a commandment? That is a commandment. Commandment start with thou shalt. Right. Thou thou shalt shalt not kill. Thou (laughs) shalt not steal. Thou shalt forgive him. That definitely um, is the characteristic of of of, of a law. That's the commandment of the heavenly Father. You know, so don't sound like when I. So it is. It may not be in ten, but it's it's definitely a commandment. <laughs> it's one of the commandments. Well. <laughs> That's crazy, y'all. Um, uh, that sounds like a commandment to me. He said, You ought to forgive him. Now, read verse 5. Um, Luke chapter 17 and verse 5 tells us, and the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. He said, Lord, give us faith. Give us not, more not, faith. Not, not, yeah, give us more faith. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's capital in the middle of the sentence. So. Give us increase our faith. Give us more. Brother, now what I tell you is go to that. Go to Hebrews, right? Con. Hebrews chapter 10. So we're looking at this thing, man. Uh, This is the only way this works. Everybody is walking around breaking this law. There's division because there's nobody. I don't want to forgive this person. Now when I now, and there are there there are things that people have where they're supposed to be able to help the next person, but I won't help that person. Why? I haven't forgiven. He didn't tuck his shirt in, so I hold a grudge against him. This brother don't wear fringes. He don't wear fringes all the time. I'm not forgiving him. <laughs> we looking for some. We look for some dumb reasons, why. Oh man! Oh. This brother didn't salute me. Uh, he he didn't he didn't respect me. He didn't salute me when he saw me. So I but I I I hold on to that. 
And the reason we don't have a good relationship today is because of the shit that I held on to. I don't like you. What do you mean you don't like me? You don't like me because you never forgave me. This is what you've held against me all these years or all this time. You're supposed to tell me what I did wrong so I can make changes so we can move on. Tell me what I did wrong. We make changes. I can make changes. You can forgive so we can move on. Where you at? I am Right. Uh, did you want me to start at one? Or, no, you can start at 10 verse 20. Once we start at Hebrews 10 and verse 24. Huh. We are in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 24. And it shows us, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good work. So we're supposed to be considering one another and doing what? To provoke unto love and to good works. Start at verse 22. Start at verse 22. Con. 22, 22 down to 25. Read that. Con. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, starting at verse 22, shows us. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Do I really believe? We're supposed to draw near to who? To the Heavenly Father in in, in spirit or or in in mind. You're right. So we're supposed to get closer to the Most High in spirit and mind. So we're supposed to draw near to the Father with a true mind and full assurance of faith. I, I believe in the Bible. I believe in what I'm reading. I believe in what's, what the scriptures say. We, don't, we, we do this. We won't draw near to the Most High. I'm trying to do the work of the Most High with stipulations. I'm trying to do the work of the Most High, but I'll say this. Father, you got to give me some time to, to get there. Or I'm, or I'm just going to live my life acting as if forgiving or these things are not important. Right now, I got to take care of this. Right now, I'm supposed to, I got to do this. The father's like, no, you're not getting closer to me because truthfully, you don't believe that that's important. You don't believe that brotherly love is important. You don't believe that unifying and coming together is important. Fixing our issues and problems, they are important. We have watched men dance around. I mean, for 30 years I've been in the truth, man, I've watched brothers dance around repairing their issues and problems to the point they done danced around so long, they don't even know what the hell the problem is. Read it again. 
time. Uh, we're in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 22, and it shows us, let us draw near with a true mind or heart in full assurance of faith, having our minds or our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Have it sprinkled from a what? An, e- an evil conscience. I'm supposed to have my mind sprinkled from an evil conscience. That means I'm supposed to be letting a lot of this stuff go. I'm supposed to be using this Bible to clean up my mind. If I still hold grudges and still ain't forgave and if I'm selfish, I'm only looking out for me. This book ain't cleaning me up. Read on. And our bodies washed with pure water. Read. 23 shows us, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without Read. wavering. Go ahead. For, for he is faithful that promised. Well, we're supposed to hold fast the profession of our faith. What we've read, what we've learned, the examples that are there, we're supposed to hold fast those examples without wavering. Everything we're reading about is there for a reason. I'm not supposed to waver from what I've read and what's been shown to me. That is the profession. To follow the examples that were put before us in the Bible. Go ahead. 24 shows us, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. Read on. 25 shows us, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Go ahead. 26 children. No, 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 that, that was it, bro. That was it, man. I'm not, I'm, it's self-explanatory, huh? Don't forsake the assembly of yourselves together as the manner of some is. How do we, how do we not, how do we not forsake? How do we forsake the assembly? We won't forgive. Every day we operate. And we live our lives as if it's okay not to assemble ourselves together. We're supposed to let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. I'm supposed to be now provoked unto love encouraged to love, pushed to love. I'm supposed to be pushed to good works. Somebody's supposed to show me, bro, this is wrong. This is what the most I want from you. You did that person That's supposed to be the focus. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, because that's what we do. If I don't want someone to to make me do what's right or show me I'm doing something wrong and what I have to do right, I'm not going to now always well, have an excuse. Why? Uh, 
I don't assemble with that person. Right. When we forsake the assembly, it's because I don't want to be corrected that way. I don't want to forget. I don't want to work it out. It's just better for he going his way, I'm going to go my way. He going to go his way, I'm going to go my way. He going to go do his thing, his work in the most high, I'm doing my work in the most high. Not forsaking the assembling yourselves together as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. As we see, this is getting worse. As we see this world getting worse, we're supposed to be assembling together. We're not supposed to forsake it. We're not okay with us not coming together. This is supposed to be the focus on what are we doing to assemble each other together? What acts can we do? What are we trying to do that, you know what, we can now say, you know what, we might not be able to come together on everything, but what can we come together on? Right. I've been reading all these all of the all of the stories of Christ. My stories but you know you you know read Christ going to the 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 synagogues. Can you hear me? Right. Right. Um you you you're uh you want events, actual events of Christ. Oh yeah, but when you go and start reading those events when Christ listen, Christ was went to the synagogue. Even when most of the time, his issues were, or people had an issue with him in that place. He still went until huh. so he just couldn't go no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you made it evident that you didn't want me there. There's not much you can do up to that point. But Christ went. Christ went. We're supposed to be trying to work out our issues, and the focus should be us staying together. So with that, with that tomorrow, we're going to end till tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Our time is up. Same time tomorrow. Yeah, same time tomorrow, 7 o'clock. We're going to come in here. uh, You know what I'm saying? Uh, And we're going to continue going over. We're going to go into, we're going to show hatred. You know what I'm saying? We're going to show what the most high looks at, how it looks at is hatred in the book, and it's how we deal with each other. You know what I'm saying? Our actions towards each other are acts of hatred. And then we can look at this thing in two ways. We can focus on our acts. We can focus on acts of love. In short, in our actions, like we just read in a, um, read about Jake, about Joseph. Joseph was acts of love. But no matter what, I, I feel as it was in my power to help, I helped. 
and the most I blessed that. He blessed that. But we also show most I called it sin. That's what we're gonna start going. That's what we're gonna start tomorrow. We're venturing into. So we're going to continue this tomorrow. We ask everybody that's listening to please join. You know, say if you have comments, if you still have my phone number, if you have questions, some people are sure text me. My my line is always open. You know what I'm saying? Um, or text me Shaba, thirty times a pop. You know what I'm saying? We'll always be able to talk to each other, and then whatever answers or whatever understanding was not understood, we can now help to further and clear and clarify that understanding. So with that, we're gonna see y'all all tomorrow. We'll say shalom. Shalom.